Yo, 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 this is David Carmichael with the Caption Room Podcast we have right here. What's going on? It's your boy, Damien, a.k.a. Scope. What's going on, y'all? So, this is our third episode. Episode three. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, it's been kind of took a while for us to find uh, Hey, it's all about what Drake said, better late than never. Right. Center in Newport News, Virginia from 11 to 6. Catch y'all out there. That's a fact. Um, and that's with our nonprofit. It's called Ballers for Scholars. Ballers. And uh, that um, nonprofit we had for about about a year. Uh, we've been doing it. More longer than that. Probably well, about three years yeah, now. Yeah, it's been three years. Yeah. We've officially been a nonprofit for a year. Um, and that's a whole other episode. We need to do an episode about that, bro. Because we give back. We give back to the community. And basically, it's just a, um, you know, it's just a nonprofit that we use. Well, our main event, we use sports as a way to, um, you know, promote education for kids. So um, this event, we're going to be giving away, you know, school supplies, um, a scholarship. We're going to be having activities for the kids outside, um, a 505 basketball tournament, um, food, games. So a lot of stuff going on. Like I said, downtown Newport News at the Achievable Dream. If you can make it out. Love to see y'all there. Blessings. And um, speaking on education, man, it kind of all is all coming together because I know you just said you wanted to um go back to school, and we were just talking about a nonprofit that's you know geared towards education. Um, so our main topic is you know we want to talk about education and um you know the impact it had on our lives, and you know if we felt like that was if it's been a um a positive impact or a negative impact. Or both, you know what I'm saying? Just want to, um, you know, put some light on that and um, have a conversation. So, um, you know, we um, we all been to public school or private school. Um, for myself, I guess I can tell you my whole educational background. Um, I grew up, well, I was born in Hampton, Virginia, um, raised in Newport News. And my whole time being in grade school, I went to schools in Newport News, so kindergarten i went to um Bridefield elementary school um and that's now called achievable dream middle and high school so I, I went there from kindergarten to second grade and then from third to fifth i went to jenkins elementary school in um newport news as well and then i went to middle school at passage middle school that's in uptown newport news and then with the um high school and Heritage High School, which is in somewhat the downtown area of Newport News. And I was in the Magnet program, the Engineering Magnet program. And um, all my life, man, I feel like I wanted to be an engineer. Um, you know, I love to draw. Um, I love to design different things. And I was a kid, you know, I love playing with Legos. I love to draw. So I kind of, that was kind of the reason I wanted to do engineering because, you know, I wanted to actually be an architect. Um, you know, so... I wanted to go to college. Um, my GPA wasn't really all that, 
um, getting out of high school. I graduated with a 2.9 GPA. I should have been better than that. Shit, better than mine. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was a freshman, man, um, well, actually, I was really, really smart. Well, I was considered smart when I was, like, kindergarten, you know, um, elementary school. So, like, my kindergarten teacher, I was, like, one of the four students that would go, like, on special trips on the weekends with my teacher. And my kindergarten teacher is actually, his name is Mr. Ashby. And I I believe he's still on the school board in Newport News, Virginia. Um, so, yeah, um, and he still remembers me to this day. But anyway, when I was in kindergarten, um, I was able to go on, you know, certain trips and we would like recite poems. And um, I believe I still had those poems. Like I have like a crate with like all my old like elementary school projects, middle school, high school, my high school yearbook. Like I got a crate filled with all my old assignments and stuff like that. Is like to keep stuff for different memory's sake. But you know, so you know, going to um elementary, I mean to middle school. Well, yeah, still in elementary school when I went to Jenkins. Um, my fifth grade year, I actually had straight A's for the whole year. Oh, that's what's up, You know what there. I'm saying? So, like, I had, you know, my fifth grade graduation was lit. I had to, you know, do a speech in front of, like, all the parents and students and everything. So, you know, at a young age, man, I felt like, you know, um, I was born to be, I thought I was going to go to, like, a big college one day and everything, get a full ride. But, you know, when I still got to middle school, it kind of got a little bit more tough. And then high school, I had a good start. And in my freshman year, I had, like, I think a 3.3 GPA. You know, I was taking God, all dang. the advanced level classes and everything. And then, I don't know, man. I think it kind of changed when I got to the 10th grade because I think I started taking – no, I took pre-calculus in 10th grade. I fell the heck out of that. Um, I think I got, like, a D. I got Ds the whole semester. And, um, and then 11th grade – I took calculus, failed that, ended up having to go back to pre-calculus. And then, you know, 12th grade, I just, I was still taking AB, AP classes. You know, I did good on my SOLs, but I just it finished with a 2.9. Like, I had a, a rough ending to my high school career. So, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I mean, I learned a lot. But, you know, um, after that, I wanted to go to college and, um, my schools I wanted to go to was um, Norfolk State, ODU, Virginia State, um, VCU. I think oh, North Carolina A and C was the school that I really wanted to go to, but I didn't get a, I didn't get accepted into that school at first, and then they sent me another letter saying I was accepted, but the tuition was so high it was like 30, 30 stacks a semester I believe it was too expensive. Um, so, but I was on the verge of going to VCU. I mean, going to Virginia State. And then, like, my mom was preaching, like, you need to go to college, you got to get this, you know, do your admissions and all that stuff. But certain things, you know, the FAFSA or um, student loans wasn't going to pay for. Like, I had to, um, I think it's like a um, to deposit you got to put down to, like, for your room and board or something. Right. And you just got to pay that out of pocket. So, like, my mom was, my mom and my stepdad was like, yeah, man, um, I don't know if we can do that. So, Eventually, I ended up going to um, Thomas Nelson Community College, went in there for engineering. Um, it was actually a program through the shipyard, Newport News, that was paying for my schooling. But like a year after after that, they um, dropped the program, so they wasn't able to pay for my schooling no more. That's tough. Yeah, so like they gave us, you know, they put us all in the room, and they was like, yeah, um, 
this is going to be it for y'all. We can give you a check and you can use it for wherever you want to go back to school or just use it for whatever. And that was, and they just walked out the door. So I went back to school with that check for my fall semester. This is about like maybe 2011, no, 2010. So I went back to school and then my stepfather, he was telling me about the apprentice school, which is a trade school in Newport News, which is through the shipyard still. Um, he graduated from that program and, um, you know, he ended up, you know, getting a good job where he's at now. So long story short, I went in there, I did that. Um, I worked in a trade. So, you know, if you know what a trade school is, you know, you kind of like work on the job, um, using tools, learn how to use tools. You can be in a shipyard, you can be either like an um, electrician, pipe fitter, um, learn how to learn how to weld, just do basic skills like that, you know, um, so I did one of those trades and eventually I graduated and then I ended up getting an office job in the shipyard. So that's where I'm at now. Dope, dope. So doing that and of course, you know, I got the clothing line, but you know, trying trying to be transparent with y'all, you know, that's not my main hustle. I wanna do that as my main hustle one day, but you know, capture the world. Well, I wanna say that's my main hustle. I'm gonna say that's my hustle, that's my main hustle now with my nine to five. And um, you know, but one, you know, I can't. I'm not making enough money to where I can branch off and do my own thing by myself yet. But I'm working towards that goal. Um, but yeah, that's my that's my journey, man. I know it's a, that was a long story, bro. But <laughs> <laughs> no, you good. That's what's up, bro. Like your journey was definitely different than mine's. Like it was like you seem like a very promising student throughout. Like majority of your, you know, youthful education. That's what's up, man. So let me get a little summary about your about your journey, man. Uh, so I'm from uh, Franklin, Virginia. I know nobody knows where that is, but it's a small <laughs> country city in Virginia. Everybody know everybody. I think like my high school graduating class was like ninety something people. Oh, Lord. Like so, everything's small. So, uh, I really didn't care for school too much. Like, um elementary school middle school like um i knew at middle school i was very good at uh uh english like english was one of my favorite subjects but with everything else i mean it, i was just okay in right um uh, with high school uh my grades were very poor um i slept through like most of my classes either i slept through the class or I was late coming to a class or skipping class or whatever, whatever. Um, out of high school, I probably, I think I graduated with like a, I think a two one. Oh man. Yeah. So I had a two one. Um, <laughs> I wasn't planning on going to college or anything like that. Like, you know, I was just going to just basically find my way. But towards the end of my, um, my high school, my senior year, I, became very close friends with like the valedictorian and the salute victorian of my class shout out to them you know three amigos they know who they are mm -hmm. but um so they were going to like very uh prestigious schools or whatever and like they pressured me and pushed me into giving school a try so they pushed me to go to Norfolk State. I didn't have the grades to go to Norfolk State so I ended up going to Party Camp Community College out in Franklin, Virginia for a semester to get my grades right to go to Norfolk State University. And once I got to Norfolk State, um, going back to when I was a kid, elementary school, 
I used to always see this guy dressed in all black coming to the school, and he'll come in with his sunshades on, looking mm-hmm. real cool, and like he'll just work on the computers. Like I thought he was like a a secret agent or something. You know mm-hmm, what I'm right. saying? So I was just was like, wow, like you know, he's cool. I want to do what he do. So that basically drove me into majoring into computer science or whatever. So majored in computer science, had a little clique of friends and. Like, year after year after year, I'm just seeing my friends doing the little way, you know, they're leaving, they're dropping out. But I knew it for myself that it was no way I could live with putting this amount of time and money into something and not seeing it all the way through. So I ended up graduating, struggled for a bit, job to job, contract job, contract job. And then I went to a career fair that I really didn't feel like going to, but I went anyway. And I was uh, given the opportunity to work for Petersburg Public Schools as a desktop support technician. So that was like my first like official IT job, you know, right. salary pay and all of that benefits. And it was a cool experience. I met a whole bunch of good people. The kids there, they were, um, they were something, but you know, I, I miss them, you know. Right. I learned a lot from them. They learned a lot from me. And a year later after that, I was able to obtain my secret clearance through the government. So now I work as a computer equipment specialist for the Fort Uses base out here in Virginia. So uh, my journey has been not what I could expect it because if somebody told me I'd be making this amount of money back then, I wouldn't have believed them. So. Right. Yeah, so that's where I'm at. Yeah, man, it's crazy because, you know, just looking back, that's reflecting back on our lives, you know, it's just you can appreciate the journey that you went through. Most definitely. And, um, you know, that scene where you came from, like myself as well, it makes you, well, you know, to me, it, it makes me feel like, you know, if I can make you do this, you know, I can do anything, you know. Facts, um, facts. And like I said, you know, you have a reality check once you get, get out of, um, you know, grade school. Oh, yeah, you get out of that, that protective bubble. It starts right. to dwindle away year by year after you leave high school. So you got to get it right. Yeah, that's a fact, man. And, um, you know, that kind of leads on to the topic I want to talk about is, you know, that's talking about just grade school in general. You know, I know you just said, you know, that, that you know, protective bubble that you were surrounded upon. um you know, going through grade school and then once you get out, you kind of, you got to make a decision if you want to go to college or go to a trade school or work at a retail store or anywhere, you know what I'm saying? So, Definitely. Um, it's just tough. And, um, I had, uh, I had posted some questions on my, um, on my Instagram. Yeah, I saw that. So I had to force some people to answer the questions because, I don't know. People don't be answering my questions like I want them to. Everybody be looking at my story, don't be, but don't reply to the questions. Like, I want to hear from y'all, bro. Like y'all scared. So I had to, uh, <laughs> I had to force some people to answer the question. But I did. I'm, um, I am glad I got these replies. So I'm gonna, answer, I'm gonna discuss a couple of them. Give me a second. Scroll through my um, IG right quick. Let's see what we got. And while we waiting on that, I appreciate everybody that's tuning in right now. You know, we starting off small right now, but, you know, we're going to keep getting better, get, keep getting bigger with this. So, you know, 
for the fans that's out there right now listening in, I thank y'all. Y'all stay blessed. Appreciate that. And yeah, man, like I said, we want to hear from y'all. It's not just us telling y'all how we feel. We want to know how y'all feel too. Um, And one of the first questions I asked was, you know, did the education did the education system fail us? Did it prepare us to be adults? And one person said partially, um, but it all starts in the home with our parents. Um, so I guess I can talk about that. You know, do should we should we have expected our teachers to teach us everything, or is it some of our some of our parents' responsibilities to give us some education as well? You know. Something that the school can't give us. So, in my opinion, uh, yes, uh, preparation for life does take place in the home and as well as school. But as far as at home goes, you know, our parents teach us about, you know, work ethic and respect and, like, you know, the general uh, the general knowledge in, towards being successful, you know, in outside of, outside of the household. So, like, my parents, like, they were two very hard-working people, the most kindest people, very well-organized and neat, and any, you know, any task or any job that they needed to get done, it got done, like, right. with, with no excuses, and I was able to, you know, take from them and be able to implement some of those factors that I learned from them and to my, my personal life as well. So right. yeah, I believe that it does start at home. Education does start at home. So, but as far as, as, uh, the school, um, yeah, I do place a lot of the blame of, uh, preparation from the schools. It's because that they don't focus on the student actually being prepared for life. They're more focused on numbers as far as like, uh, standardized testing, mm-hmm and scores and attendance and instead of what actually needs to be focused on like uh general life skills uh taxes uh not everyone is built to go to school or college so entrepreneurship um just what taxes and credit cards if i didn't say that i went into a when i was working for petersburg i went to a high school class and they were talking about uh credit scores and credit and I'm like, wow, like we definitely didn't get this when I was growing up. So I'm glad that they're probably pushing it now. But those are the type of things that I feel that are necessary instead of like uh, whitewashed history that they try to teach us and put on us and Thanks. come later on, we find out something different. So that's just my stance on it. Yeah, man. And um, I can kind of add on to that. Um, and I can kind of, relate well not relate but i know i had a um an ex-girlfriend that was a teacher and um she she actually taught in norfolk at first now she teaches in newper news um but yeah i know she would tell me about the things she would go through being a teacher i, I believe she was a a second or third grade teacher i can't remember um but she would tell me how the students wouldn't come to class prepared and you know they always ask them for a pencil oh yeah they go through them things they go through them pencils or they just you know come to school not motivated or um they're just not interested in school and you know and they would act up and that would make her job more you know 
harder than what it is because she's trying to, you know, get through a lesson and they're acting up. You know what I'm saying? And from what you're describing, it sounds like um, the per- the parental role is in there is not being enforced. And right. that's what's making her job even harder for, for to actually teach them because, you know, having respect for adults and everything else that starts at home. And if it's not implemented at home, it's not going to be implemented at school because what happens is the teacher they're going to try to teach and as well on top of them teaching they're going to try to get the kids to be respectful towards them and as soon as they get them right they go home and they reset and then it's a back to a new day so right. what they've done in one day or one week is lost in the next day or the next week that's a fact and um i mean it can be a combination of both like you know what you're learning about is just the same routine throughout the years and it's just you didn't even update the curriculum or find new ways to for stu- students to learn i'm pretty sure some schools that's doing it but you know every school isn't the same and you might have a different vibe at a n- different school and they might have more money to you know put more, put more money into different learning activities and just stuff like that and back to you know um, my ex that was a teacher well that's still a teacher you know she would like be real upset at times and like the students would just make her real upset Cause you know they don't respect her, and it's just like I said, the parents and you try to do a a parent teacher conference and the parents don't show up. So it's like you know how can I even help this student if their parents don't even show up to the conference? But another thing is, is just they, their parents might have to work two jobs, so they can't even come to the conferences. It's just a lot that that goes on with that man, and you don't know. You don't know any student's situation. You don't know their parents' situation. They might grow up with a single parent. Um, their parent might be going through something so they can't put their attention on their kids. It's just a lot of stuff that's unfortunate that, you know, certain students have to go through. And then you're going through all this stuff at home and then you got to go to school, you know, trying to learn. It's just, it's very unfortunate. And I don't really know the answer to to that you know you know how do you help those students that are in need outside of the classroom you know because it all starts at home like you were saying but you know a student might come from a different background and that can play a part on their whole life actually because if you never had that support at home how are you supposed to make it to school and you might you might want to go to college but you just never had that support so you don't put no effort in school so it was real tough, man. Definitely, because like uh, with a lot of kids, it's like they see what's on TV, and um, you know, it's not like what it was back in the day for us, because everything is like social media. So these kids, they see these uh, celebrities doing all the wrong things and getting publicity from it. So they feel as if hey, if uh, they're doing this and they're getting a lot of money, then shoot, I can do it too. And nine times out of 10, it don't work out that way. And also, like, they tend to rely on sports more Mm -hmm. than education. So they say, hey, well, I don't need to learn this because I'm going to be the next uh, NBA star or football star. And, like, you know, us as adults, like, we try to tell them that, you know, focus on your education because – it takes a small percentage of it's it's a small percentage of you know people special talent that actually have those opportunities to go 
And even if the case was that they did make it, it's not guaranteed that, you know, their career would be what it should be or last the amount of time that it should be. And even on top of that, even if you're successful within the sports field, you still have to be, uh, you still have to have an education because a lot of times what happened is these uh, athletes, they'll get a lot of money. And then when they retire, it's all gone. It's all spent. They end up losing everything because, right. you know, they didn't invest. They bought X amount of cars, jewelry, clothes, and houses, and no investments anywhere. So when the money stops flowing in, that well runs dry. So Very quickly. Very quickly, you know. And you're, um, when it comes to sports, any job in general, like, you know, you think because you're a good athlete, you're just untouchable, like people gonna love you forever, but you're just as good as, you know, the last touchdown or three-pointer you made, you know, because soon as you start slacking off, those same people are not gonna love you no more. Just like at a job, you know, you're replaceable, um, you know, but it's very unfortunate, but I can see like, I don't want to say the black community, but I can only talk about what, what I've seen growing up you know, being around a lot of black other black people as a black man myself, I can see some parents want to live their dream through their kids and they see sports as the lottery that if mm-hmm. my kid can make it to the league, then I'm good as well. Right. And he can get me out, out the hood. Right, that's fine. And we can all have a great life, but you're not pushing them to to do nothing in education. You know, you just you gonna you gonna always be in them practices or take them to the games and stuff like that. But when it comes to the school, you're not coming to the, you know, parent teacher conferences. You're not asking the teacher, how's my student doing? How's my son doing, right. doing school? Yeah. Yeah. Grades bad. And you still letting them participate in the sports and everything else. Like, yeah. It's just, it's crazy, man. Um, but yeah, that's a whole nother convo within itself. Um, but another person kind of answered that question I asked about, you know, um, did, did the school system fail us? Um, did it prepare us to be adults? And this person said, yes, it did fail us. It prepared us to pass, I guess he's referring to us to pass the classes, just pass the test so that we can go to college and be in debt until we retire. So, I mean, I can kind of agree with that too. But we're going to shed some light on the college situation in a, in a few in a few minutes. Um but yeah, I mean, there's some things that as far as just grade school that that could be better. Um, and one thing one of the homies was saying, um, the homie Dwight, he couldn't make it. We wanted him to be on this episode tonight because he had a lot of good points when we was having a general conversation about education in general. But basically he was saying, you know, um, we know we all know public school is free. And he was saying, you know, public school is probably just preparing us to you know we're going to pay end up paying later if you're going to college we're going to end up paying for the education later in the long run so i guess he was saying basically those they'll get their money regardless even if you're going to a free public school from grades kindergarten and 12th grade you know what i'm saying um but you know i look I, I did some research and it's been a lot of things that i looked up that you know maybe what does what high school really teach us? So a couple of things that I seen was, you know, it teaches you how to meet deadlines. Okay, be on time for be on time for your classes, be on time to catch the bus, 
Um, I guess that's it. You know, just be on time. Um, I guess that can relate to the job field. You got to be on time for your job. Right, that's true. You know, so, and attendance is one of the main ways people get fired from their jobs to this day. That's true, that's um, true. I guess it can teach you, I've seen critical thinking. Um, you just got to think in a different way. Um, learn how to think on your toes, how to make quick decisions, you know, maybe when you're doing a test or just, you know, being interactive. This decisions you make in school not following the wrong crowd, being a, you know, being a leader. Um, I mean, what else can you, can you say about that, uh, Sko? I mean, I feel as if, uh, as far as public schools goes, like, um, they strip out the creativity from the curriculum and basically they're making students uh, become workers instead of, like, owners and entrepreneurs. So, right. like, it's like more of a do as you told, follow these directions so we can push you out into the work field and you can do the same thing there. But let me play devil's advocate, though. Why would they teach us these skills where they, the way the system is designed, they, they need those people to work at those, those multi-million dollar companies that they don't want to put that mindset why would I give you a mindset that you can do your own thing where, you know, these major companies are all running the world. We need you to work for these companies. We need you. We need to teach you how to be a worker because we need y'all to work for us, not to do your own thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm just playing the devil's advocate, but how can agree they don't teach us any entrepreneurship skills, how to start our own business, how to do things like that. But it's just the system. That's the way the system is designed for us to be workers. So, I don't know. And it, it seems like, you know, a lot of information isn't free, even though public school is free somewhat. So uh, I want to disagree with that. You know, it's a lot of information that's free. And basically, I've heard this saying like a thousand times, and um, especially in correlation with our people, even though I hate it. And that is... If you want to hide something from a black person, put it in a book. Like I, right. like none of us, not even myself, like we don't read often enough. Like we always want the information face up face in front and right now and instantly instead of like just taking the time out to doing the proper research in whatever we're trying to do. So like right. not enough seeking of the knowledge with our in free books, uh everything's on the web and we just don't take advantage. And with the kids today, like uh, where I was working, uh, the elementary students, they had all had Chromebooks, you know? Mm-hmm. We ain't had no Chromebooks. Like we just had big bulky books that we toted around day mm-hmm. in and day out. They have Chromebooks to the high school students. They have laptops and yes. they're not using it for nothing else but whatever they want to do and mainly that was Fortnite. yeah that's um <laughs> i know my little sister she just graduated high school and um they gave her a chromebook as well right and um i ain't saying she ain't do her work i mean she graduated but i i'm pretty sure she was looking up youtube videos and on instagram and doing stuff like that uh-huh you know um but but yeah man like overall um you know 
like whose responsibility is it to get more education? Like, um, um after a while, I feel as if that, you know, can you, we blame? Like, do we, damn, this, 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 the teachers can't teach us everything. Like, we that's true. Be so, like, you know, you can blame your parents to a certain extent, and then you can blame the teachers for to a certain extent. But after a while, you have to, uh, you have to look upon yourself and start placing the blame and onto yourself. Like, right. you know, you have to take a deep dive and say, Hey, I'm nowhere near what I'm supposed to be or nowhere near where I need to be right now. And what can I do to make the necessary steps in order to be better without taking any type of shortcuts? And, you know, by shortcuts, you know, going down that road, that wrong path right. that, you know, we're all too familiar with. That's true, man. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I feel like the way the school is designed, and the way college college is designed. We're about to talk about college in a few, but school in general is just a way to like filter out people. Like they want you to take this these tests, they want you to pass these classes, but it's like a filtering system on certain people. You know, certain people are not gonna be able to do this. Oh, that's that's so right. They're gonna fall into this. This um this level of of the workforce you can right. only get oh, a yeah. oh yeah minimum wage job because you didn't pass your classes you wasn't able to go to college you wasn't able to get these grades it's like a, it's it's a competition ever ever since you step foot in your kindergarten class it becomes a competition definitely you know you're you're competing against other students in your area then once you go to college you're competing with other students from different parts of the country it's just a filtration system. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because especially as, you know, the grade school and uh, middle, elementary and middle school, as it progresses, like, you know, they start separating, you know, students by classroom. So, like, they right. put all the cut-up kids in one class and all the progressing students in another, and then all the advanced kids will be in a different classroom. I can speak from experience because uh, back in eighth grade, I was in the cut-up class with, like, the cut-up English class with all the rest of the cut-up kids. And, like, uh, I wasn't – I was bored in the class because, you know, everything I was given, I was just acing. And I was just wondering, like, wow, like, why is this so easy? And come to find out, like, later on my teacher was telling me, like, he pulled me to the side and he basically he was telling me, wow, like, I wish I knew where your reading level is way before instead of now because like you're definitely you definitely don't belong in this classroom you right. don't you don't belong in this course so i was just was like wow so yeah it's just and they they're real quick to put you in a different class right um i don't know man it's just me looking back on it, it's just it's not about getting the the best out of the students it's just this is what we this is the way it's designed and if you can't do it this way, you're just done. And we're going to lower we're going to lower your standards, but you're still not getting the most out of school. No child left behind. No child left behind. Which is the worst because it's, <laughs> it's some kids that need to be left behind because, you know, from what I've seen, a lot of them couldn't read or didn't know how to write their name and, you know, didn't know how old they were or how to count and still being raised up to the next level. And right. it did more hurting than helping. And uh, so with grade school and, uh, you know, public school systems, I can say that the only great thing that I got from it was like uh, lifelong great 
friends that I've met, you know, that are doing, you know, great things out here in life. So shout out to them. Facts. So yeah. That's what's up, man. Um, yeah, we can talk about this our grade school experience all day long, all day long, and just knowing the things we know now is just, and you know, us doing a nonprofit, it relates to that because we're just trying to figure out ways that we can get these kids all the help they need, not just from the school like, but just trying to figure out what they want to do. Most definitely, um, because all throughout grade school, we've been taught. Go to grade school, kindergarten to 12th grade, graduate, go to college. Graduate college, get you a good job, you know, get you a nice family, kids, buy a nice house, and you have a great life, you know? It right. Is, that's just a sugar coat, though. It's just harder than what it seems to be. Um, so, yeah, man. So, let's see. Oh, before we talk about college, though, it was some things I looked up, man, you know, I was thinking about, well, you know, how can we improve grade school? Um, what what classes could they have taught us to kind of prepare us more for adulthood? Um, you know, I know you mentioned learning how to do taxes. Definitely. You know, they want you to get a job, but you got to pay taxes. Got to pay taxes. Got to pay that man. Got to know how to do your taxes. You have yeah. to do your taxes every year. You can't fall behind. They're going to they gonna west the snipe you. Yeah, the man, which is Uncle Sam, yeah, he out there. He don't get his money. Definitely. Yeah, he um, you know Debo. Yeah, he bigger than Debo. <laughs> he gonna get his money regardless, bro. Yeah, they taking cars, houses, whatever they can find, they taking it. They'll take that paycheck as soon as you get it. Yeah, they take that check. You ain't getting no bread from that. They're gonna find a way. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's knowing, just learning the reality of taxes would have been a good thing they can teach us. And but I know you you were saying some some kids were learning about taxes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That I seen taxes and uh, credit and yeah, taxes and credit. The importance of credit and using credit cards and you know all of that stuff. I've never seen. Yeah, man, that's another thing. You know, teaching us about credit. Um, you know, having a good credit score, as we might all know by now, it can, it can make or break you when it comes to you wanting certain things. And wouldn't get certain things you And know? like They don't even even gotta They do have to dive that deep But they could at least try Like you know Even as far as simple as Creating a budget You know Like Spending Spending right. habits What's important What's not important Like Just general life That's lessons, not basic Basics kind of start you Just off, the basics Start you off And be like Alright We're gonna give you a little bit of basics And then it's up to you To find out more Cause there's a lot more they can teach you the basics. It's gonna be. It's a lot more than what you gonna need to know. I felt what like you the, know. I felt like the closest thing that we got to like general life as far as being taught in school was t- sex ed. Like, oh, <laughs> that, that was it. Like as far as you know, life lessons and how to operate in the world. But anything else, I mean, of course, math and reading and literature and all of that. But anything yeah. else wasn't. It wasn't popping off. That's true. And like you said, you, you already mentioned budgeting. Yeah, budgeting, um, household repairs. You know, you might get an apartment. You don't know how to do basic repairs. I mean, um, insurance, n- knowing what a deductible is, learning <laughs> the things about insurance. Like insurance is one of the biggest businesses in the world. It's an insurance for anything. Insurance for breaking your phone, insurance for getting a flat tire, insurance for breaking 
some jewelry. It's insurance for everything. I never really understood insurance fully because it's just like I'm paying you X amount of money in case something happens. So, like, you know, yes, if something don't happen, shouldn't I get that money back? Like, no, sir. It's based, on, <laughs> it's based on fear. Like, wow. Insurance is just it's based cra- on fear. It's crazy. That's all it is because they'll come to you and be like, just in case this happens, you might want to get this. And then you're thinking about, man, what if it does happen? And then what if I don't have insurance? And then you're you're out back, you know. But like I said, man, insurance, bro, insurance, they making money, bro. Like car insurance, of course, you know, it's a high percentage that you might could get in a car accident. Let's just be real. Um, but it's certain things you don't need insurance for. Like it's a low risk. But they try to put fear in your heart to get have you to get insurance. But overall, what I'm trying to say is just learning the ins and outs. Or that's the basic knowledge of insurance and what it is because right. it's stuff in those contracts or stuff you sign or car insurance. It's some stuff that you think they cover, but they don't really cover. And just knowing how to, just knowing the basics, man, you know, we have to learn all that ourselves in trial and error and knowing, you know, if, you're, if your insurance policy is really trash or some hidden stuff in there you don't know about. It's just, it can be a scam at times, you know. Like, you, you're going to need insurance for certain things. But just knowing what you're really paying for for your insurance is very important. Um, local government, man, that was something that I was like, man, I didn't think about. You know, they teach us about, you know, checks and balances in the four branches of the government, which I can't remember what the, the legislative branch, legislative, executive, executive branch. Um, shoot. What else? What's the last joint? To... Lord, it's all good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Like the only thing you really know is who's running Ju- the judicial the judicial branch. Yeah, so yeah, we we, we still learn. We, we still kept on that knowledge a little that bit. Go. Yeah. It took a minute, um, but yeah, it seemed like we all we only know who's running for governor, who's running for president, right? But they never tell they never tell us, you know, who's the mayor at the moment, who 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 represents you in your town, um, your council, who's on the school board, who's on the school board is making these decisions on your education. You know what I'm saying? It's like we would like to know. They should know those, you know, the local governments and just know who's making those decisions. You know, like the president, you know, he's not making the decisions in your hometown specifically. It's those people that's running for uh, city council, the school board that's making those decisions in your town. You know, the president can do but so much. You know what I'm saying? He's not making every single decision in every state, in every city in America, you know. I just feel like that might be a poor and they can, they can teach. And they might be teaching that now. I'm not sure. I've been out of high school for 10 years. I'm getting old, but. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. So my next topic is, you know, we're talking about the journey of um, as being in school. Um, you know, when you graduate your senior year in high school, you kind of have a decision on, you know, if you want to go to college. Um Basically, that's how it's, it's taught that that's our only choice is to go to college, to make something for yourself. And, you know, we can look at it as an opportunity, which, like I said, I went to um, I went to a trade school. But before that, I was going to a community college. Uh-huh. And I did eventually, um, you know, get my associate's degrees. I actually have two associate's degrees sitting on my my little uh, stand by my nice, TV nice, right now. Nice. I got a... Uh, uh, associate's degree in tech studies from Thomas Nelson. I got associate's degree uh mechanical engineering. 
from Thomas Nelson. And I have a apprentice school certificate slash degree, whatever you want to call it. Kudos. And, um, you know, and I, I'm not knocking education at all. And um, thank God that my job I, I work for now had education assistance that allowed me to go back to school and receive my associates. And I briefly, well, I can say briefly attended, but I've had taken classes at ODU trying to get my bachelor's degree, um, you know, you know, at night, night school, whatever you want to call it. It's just real tough, man, because working a nine to five and then trying to take college courses is real tough compared to just going to college straight on out after high school. I kind of went backwards. But, um, you know, I do one day plan on going back to ODU and try to get my engineering degree. It's just real tough, man. But I fly, I go back. I might, I might go back sooner or later. But, um, but overall, man, just college, the system of college. Um, you know, I have a lot of questions. You know, like, how come, why does the government, a.k.a. Sally Mae, also known as Navient, give someone like a 17, 18-year-old kid a college loan right off the rip? Um, rather than, you know, it's harder to get a business loan or car loan or, um, any type of loan, you know, before they, they'll give a college loan before they'll do any of those other things. So I'm just wondering why that is, you know, what do you think about that? Uh, so, uh, so I feel as if that, uh, with education, you know, giving out educational loans, it's just a plot a plan like to put a person in debt unnecessary debt without fully informing them what they're getting themselves into and then they find out later on that you know it was like a trap it was like a uh it was a trap basically because like as far as like car loans and personal loans and business loans uh most people will want like a credit history of the individual before they felt comfortable with doing that. So, and nine times out of 10, no 17, 18 year old is going to come out of high school with any, any form of credit, if anything. So I feel like education is like the easiest way to like pinpoint debt with, within a individual coming straight out of high school. Mm -hmm. And yeah, man, um, you know, it just seems like they'll give that, like, give a student a college loan real quick. And, um... Because I know when I got my loans and, uh, you know, they paid for my school, of course. and But I always had, like, something left over or I get, like, a refund check. And, like, I'm seeing, like, thousands. And I ain't never had no type of money like that just come right. to me like that. So, of course... Being uh, as ignorant as I was back then, as soon as I would get those checks, I was just spending it on unnecessary stuff, clothes, trips, uh, anything else other than seeing what it was about and trying to pay it back. Right. And um, I'm kind of hurting right now, but, you know, not necessarily hurting because I'm in a good position in life from my education but I wish I would have known then what I knew now. But being that for me, I was a first generation uh, college student out of my family. So I definitely didn't know the ins and outs because, you know, I didn't have anyone else that preceded me to give me the ins and outs that I needed. 
in order to you know do better and know better so that's that's where i come from yeah that's true I'm, i mean i'm paying student loans myself you know like i had a like i said i had a um opportunity like my job paid for some of my schooling but before then you know i had to take out like two loans to even buy a computer and stuff like that is to pay for classes and you know i'm still paying it to this day i actually paid off one loan like a year or two ago and i'm still paying this last one off and and i'm paying the, <laughs> the minimum balance every month you know so i think on the little the little thing online it was saying i won't be done until 2021 you know what I'm saying? So just imagine, you know, you going, you know, I started going to college or whatever in 09. It's 2019. And I'm still paying, you know, loans off, you know, for school. And mine's, I'm not even trying to make it up by myself. It's like my loans are not even that, that bad compared to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? So I can imagine like how what some other people might be going through. Other people are going through forty and fifty thousand right. dollars higher than that. You know, uh, getting masters and doctorates, they're probably like hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, and just you know, hoping that uh, the path that they've chosen will make a way and you know release them from that financial debt that they have already. But most times. Uh, a lot of people that go into uh, college, even for like a regular bachelor's degree, and they will major in something that right now isn't, um, you know, really making too much money. Like, you know, not to knock any like mass communications or like art majors or uh, music majors, but in those fields, like it's hard for you to get like an actual great paying job in order for you to pay those loans back so i mean i was fortunate to choose it you know i'm not knocking anybody else but you know computers is where it's at and computers is always it's going to be you know relevant always for for, you know yeah forever (laughs) you might as well say forever yeah it just it changed the game like this computers in general that's going how where computers started where computers started and where is that now is just I can't even I can't even imagine what's next for cell phones is just technology in general is just crazy. Um but yeah man like you know just back to the the student loan thing you know you can be like 60 grand in debt you might can get maybe a $60,000 salary at a job starting off and hopefully you can increase that to 70 or 80 or whatever your your job field is but you know with that 60 70,000 you're not gonna be able to pay that student loan off that fast because you got to pay your rent, got to pay your lights, water, cell phone, cable, whatever you got. Yeah, you're gonna always have external things, and then the student loans is not the only thing that's with the student loans. It's the student loans and the interest, and then like they try to get you to defer payments or make the minimum payment, mm-hmm. and that interest is just eating you up every single time. So it's just right. like it's just a and that's why I say they'll, it's crazy. They're they're getting them. They won't get their money back. That's why they'll give it. They'll give you that that loan. They'll know they'll get it back one way or or another. You know what I'm saying? It's more guaranteed. You know. And um. And how they get it back? So what they do is they loan you the money. You don't make any more payments. So what they do is they write off your loan and they send your loan to uh different credit agencies to uh 
get their money back. Well, it's not even their money anymore because they already use your what they gave you as a write off. So it's up to the the credit agency that picked up your deferment loan, and they try to make uh well basically they're collection agencies. So yeah. what they'll do is they'll see that nice size income check come in and they'll take it. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll take that income tax check. They'll uh, garnish your checks and they're gonna get theirs however they can get it. That's a fact, and that all. That all goes down to, you know, Uncle Sam, man. You know, Uncle Sam, when it comes to taxes, just loans, anything, they're going to get their money. And it's just very unfortunate. That's the way it is. Um, and the thing is, you know, college is a business. Um, you know, majority of colleges are 501Cs. They don't pay taxes, just like our, our president. <laughs> don't pay no taxes, you know what I'm saying? So all the money they, that's coming in, Ain't nothing going out as far as taxes is concerned. You know, granted, they're going to pay for some building updates, you know, you know, spend money on a new football stadium, whatever, but they're not really, they're not paying no taxes, so they're not hurting at all, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, they don't got to spend that, that many money on commercials. They might have, like, a couple of billboards, like, come to, come to our school, but they know people need to go to college or want to go to college or have been told to go to college. And they have years and years and years of reputation, having a school reputation. You know, certain schools that we all want to go to is because of the reputation that they have, you know, developed over the years. So it's just, it's a business, man. They, they don't care if you don't, don't pass, you graduate. They don't care. They just want you in their school. Once they got you, they got you. They're going to get you for everything that they can. Everything that they that you got, man. Um. And like I said, I believe, you know, just school in general, like that the college system is made for us to be workers, you know? It's not, I mean, I've, I've heard they have entrepreneurship degrees. You can get a degree in entrepreneurship, but it's like, what are they really teaching you in entrepreneurship? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to knock. I don't know nothing about it, but. But I would say anything that you could basically just learn on your own with your, you know, own research maybe, and you may learn even more than what the actual curriculum is teaching you. That's a fact. Um, YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> yeah, YouTube. <laughs> that's all you. I ain't, I ain't gonna say that's all you need. You know, some books that you can read. Um, you know, comparison to that, but you know, YouTube is reading. You have to read, read even further than what college tell you to read. Um, just try to help yourself, man. Um, and it's just crazy. And I just wonder, you know, and it's crazy because kind of going off on a tangent a little bit, but, you know, they don't even have to pay taxes on sports or if they provide like a concert for your school. Like they, they say that colleges are 501Cs because they're about education, just like public school. Uh, they don't have to pay taxes. Colleges don't have to pay taxes. So it's because, you know, they're educational, you know, business. So, um, but even something like sports, they, they say that's related to education. They say providing a college concert, homecoming, they don't pay all that is just tax free. And you're paying, your school tuition is paying for that. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's some fees in there that your tuition is going to providing for these things for the colleges to do for you. Right. 
you thinking they're doing it for you, but they're not. It's it's coming out of your tuition. Right, right. At the end of the day, and then, you know, the you know the endowment that they have, you know, they can do what they want with that. Um, it's just a big business, man. It's made for you, for the most part. It's made for you to be workers. Um, and again, um, out of college, you know, I did get some uh, great experience as far as the IT round, but mainly again from you know my experience with public schools i got from college you know mm-hmm. the connections and the uh the friends and the business partners that i have now in order to push myself further and right. that was my main thing that i got from you know being in, in college well right. that and being able to be able to survive on my own True. with low, low money low funds uh Low food, I mean, just being able to grind and make do what I had in order to be successful. So those are, the, you know, the top two things I say that I got out of my college experience. Yeah, and um, and, and that's that's what's up, man. And, um, you know, like college, college does teach you about yourself as a person. Um, it can either, either motivate you or break you down. Um, you know, some people say everybody ain't built for college. And that's true, you know, but college is what you make it as well. If you already going in there with, you know, a halfway want to do work or want to, and it's all about, you said, building connections. If you just go to college, never talk to nobody, um, never participate in activities or just, you know, trying to go out there and connect and network with people throughout your college experience. You never know what can happen with somebody that's doing something down the line and they remember who you were. And they can bring you on board on what they on what they doing or a certain job you want. They might have connections to get you a certain job. So, you know, it's a lot of things you can learn from college. It's just, this, you know, the system could be a little better. But overall, I guess if you just know what you're getting into before you do it, that might can help you as well. Um, but, you know, also there's other things out there maybe you could get into. Like, you know, you got trade schools. That you know, um, I know when I went to the printing school, it was a trade school, but you know I was earning a salary while I was working in the school. I was you know attend classes, I would go to classes like two days a week, and mm-hmm. um, learn that, and then throughout the you know the other days, I would work in my trade, you know. So I, I was wearing like you know overalls and getting dirty every day with my tools and. You know, working long hours, you know, a normal day is eight hours, but I might have to work 10, 12 hours a day. Um, but, you know, that was my, my journey. And it taught me to, um, you know, somewhat be a man. And it, it helped me to, you know, be able to buy my own home and buy my own car and just be able to develop and, you know, have a good job that I have now. Um, but it's different things, man. It's just all about knowing what you really want to do and, you know, doing that, you know, you have, um, if you want to do hair, you got hair school, barber school, trade school, college. Um, pretty sure some other things I, I haven't said, culinary school. Right. Um, what else, man? I mean, it's, it's things you can do. Um, even if you, just, if you just want to work at a, at a regular job and then try to build on that, you know? Um, but yeah, man, it's just, I mean, the school in general, I can say overall, um, you can't really, well, to me, I wouldn't, I can't put the blame on 
on all the teachers because the teachers are doing what they can because they don't come up with the curriculum. Right. The school board does. Right. Definitely. So it's like it's not really nothing they can do. And even if they teach off on a tangent and don't stick to the curriculum, they can lose their job. You know what I'm saying? There's certain guidelines they have to follow. And they're taught to try to get the students how to pass a test. They can't really teach how they want to. I mean, they can do, um, they can have a creative style of teaching that might can help the students learn in a better way. But overall, they still have to teach those same history classes, learn about Christopher Columbus, how he discovered America, <laughs> which we all know that was that's some BS. Um, just, you know, the same story about slavery. We never learn about our history. How come we just start off when we become slaves? What's good with the part where, <laughs> you know, where we wasn't slaves? Like, they don't teach. They just start off on, all right, y'all were slaves. Man, y'all came to America. This is what happened. You know, it's the same, same thing. But maybe this was co- that's what college is for. They'll teach you African-American history, stuff like that. So I guess they'll, they, they're saying, like, if you want to learn more, go to college or pick up a book and learn, you know. We just going to teach you the basic history, American history. Um, but yeah, man, it's just, it's just a lot, man. Um, but overall I can say, oh, another thing, um, Bernie Sanders, man, he was talking about, he has a plan or he wants to come up with with a plan on how to get, on how to make college free. And I was wondering how he would do that. Like we had to just raise everybody's taxes, but how can you make college free for everyone realistically? Like how? I don't, I don't understand. I'm not sure on it, but it's there's other uh, areas outside of the U.S. that have managed to make education free or even healthcare free. So it's just like uh, how are they going to do it in the proposal or do it in the U.S.? I don't know, but um, I would say uh, anything can be done. You know, like you know. True. It, it may might be a hard, strenuous uh, journey towards it, but. If we all wanted to be done, it could be done. And on top of Bernie, you know, from what you were saying, making education free, uh, it it was said that he's trying to uh, eliminate uh, student debt around the U.S. as well. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I know definitely that can be done because, I mean, we spend X amount of unnecessary dollars in uh, budgets and spending elsewhere. So... I know we can knock off like some trillion in student debt, like it ain't nothing. Just cut the budget on other things. Right? Yeah, that really need to. I'm not gonna say what because it's. But I, I personally seen where the money goes and how it's wasted. So, right. Definitely. So I mean, if that's his proposal going in, hey, I might have to shoot for Bernie, Team Bernie, because right, I mean, I don't have anything else to lose. Like I feel as if that our current um, government system is just a big uh, joke. Like it's just a basically a reality TV series at this point. Mm-hmm. So, hey, if somebody talking good my way, and not talking about some. Uh, your community is poor. Your schools is poor. What else you got to lose? Then you know I'm with them. So, right. Yeah. And that's a fact, man. And um, yeah, pretty much. You know, we might can have a round two and get get the others on board. My homie Dwight, maybe AJ can come through one day. We can have a part two about this discussion. I know they have a lot of things they probably can shed light on. But um, but yeah, man. You know, overall, I can say. 
life is what you make it. Um, you know, just really figure out what you want to do in life. Put your effort into that. Overall, the schools are not going to teach you everything, but it is. it can be up to you to figure out what you're missing. A lot of books, a lot of information out there on, on the internet. It's not, it's not hidden. You just got to look for it. And another thing, uh, I just want to put this out there. Don't wait for no one or anything, uh, you know, if you have like a vision or if you have like a idea, don't wait for anybody. Like you can express that idea to somebody and like if they're not rocking with it and they don't see the vision, do it anyway. Go for it anyway because nine times out of ten, you're going to put in the work and they're going to see the fruition within your work and then that's when others going to want to hop on into your boat and wish you've created. But if you wait for someone else or wait for another team member or a team or whatever, nine times out of 10 is just going to drop or it's going to flop because they're not going to have the same passion as you going into it. Right. And, um, you know, you just can't like, like, like the late great Nipsey Hussle said, you know, um, you know, find your purpose or you're wasting air or whatever you think, Whatever you think your passion is, just try to figure out what you need to do first to do it. And then once you get to that first step, figure out what step two is, then step three, step four. It's a journey. It's nothing given to us. And, you know, I can't really expect, I couldn't really expect the grade, the grade school system to um, teach me everything, give me all the answers. At the end of the day, you still going to have to uh, find out for yourself, you know, certain questions you want answers to. And you got to take it upon yourself to just, you know, take control of your life and just do what you want. You know, just you can't wait on the body to um, give you the answers because everybody's not going to give you the answers. You got to find out for yourself. So I'm going to end on that, dog. Anything else you want to talk about? Hey, I think we hit on everything, man. This was a very great episode. and I, I feel like it's very inf- informal for those, you know, that are interested in the topic. So, yeah, I think we hit everything. Hey, man, we might have a part two on this one day, so y'all stay tuned, bro. Hey, but, um, hey, I guess that's it, bro. Um, that's going on on that. Episode three, we out. We out. This is David Carmichael with the Caption World Podcast, and we have uh, Damian Britt, a.k.a. Sco. Episode four coming soon. Thank y'all for listening. Y'all have a good one. Everybody be blessed, and we out. Peace.
Rest in 